Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome to the program today. Such an exciting program. Oh, I'm so thankful to be here in this generation, and you should be too, if you've been born again, if you've received Jesus as Lord. If not, what a scary time, the scariest generation to ever be alive. And if you haven't received Jesus, today is your day to do just that, that you can have an exciting life and be in this once in the history of humanity generation with uh, a look forward, with joy, with a way forward for success, and uh, like, like no other generation. Let's have a word of prayer as we discuss these things and learn these things together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, oh, Father, bless every viewer. Bless every viewer today. Reach right to where they are, and by grace, touch them and bring them forth for your plans and purposes, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, today. Amen. I wrote a book called Watch Therefore and Be Ready, and it's from special observations the Lord's given me through his word. And, and what I've talked about on the program so far with regard to my book is uh, the Lord's word pertaining to covenant, his covenants in the Bible. Uh, he's not a man that he should lie, and he made these special promises and we, what I've talked about in, in the last many weeks is the Abraham covenant, which was passed to Isaac, Jacob. Jacob's covenant name was given to him, Israel. Uh, I've talked about the seven promises of the Abraham covenant, uh, which certainly uh, have a center of Bible prophecy. Uh, the, the, the center of it is Israel and also those in the nations who have been grafted into the covenants the Lord made with Israel. Because then we go on to the Moses covenant and the David covenant, and the new covenant. Now, in the Abraham covenant, the seventh promise is to those in the nations who would receive Jesus as Lord. Because these covenants all are culminate or fulfilled by and kept by our Savior Jesus, who reaches out into the nations and brings people into covenant with Israel. How do I, why do I mean, or why do I keep saying bringing the nations into the covenant with Israel? Because the new covenant was made with Israel. The Abraham, the Moses, the David, and the new covenant was made, was made with Israel. And I've talked in previous programs about how the, the nations who have believed in Jesus, those in the nations, have been brought into the covenants with Israel. So that's the covenant side of things. The next thing I'm going to talk about is prophecy, Bible 
prophecy. That's the keeping of his covenants. The keeping of his covenants. And so I'm going to look at that today with you um, as he, uh, our Lord Jesus, is speaking to his covenant city, Jerusalem. And uh, Jerusalem uh, has been under a great spiritual bondage uh, when the Jewish people were there in Jerusalem, uh, they were not yet born again, and there's a remnant of godly people who walked under the law, but by and large, Jerusalem was a society of people who rebelled against the Lord, and certainly in his earthly ministry they did. And so in, in Matthew chapter 23, and let me say this, I'm going to go into Matthew 24 in the next many weeks, Historically, what Bible prophecy teachers I've, I've heard have done, they've taught Matthew 24 without starting at the end of Matthew 23. It's a big mistake. We need, remember, we need to remember that the Bible did not used to have chapter breaks and verse um, numbers, and I'm certainly glad they are there, but they didn't used to. And so look at uh, Matthew 23, beginning in verse 37. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, for I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So our Lord Jesus, he's pronouncing judgment on his city, Jerusalem. And of course, Jerusalem has experienced great fury and wrath and judgment from the Lord before with the Babylonian dispersion that uh, culminated. It ended with the siege that the Babylonians came in in 586 B.C., destroyed uh, Jerusalem, tore down the temple. The Jewish people were brought back up because of Bible prophecy, brought back from Persia. Persia then conquered Babylon. And then Persia, the Persian leader Cyrus, according to Bible prophecy, sent the Jewish people back to build their temple, and then the city was rebuilt. And uh, this temple that was built was just a shadow of the great Sol Solomonic or Solomon's temple, but a temple nonetheless. And then Herod the great builder came in and extended it, expanded it to be this temple complex that was known all over the world. And and. The Jewish people from all over the world who could would come to this temple during the three seasons or feast seasons of the year where the Jews were, Jews were commanded to come to Jerusalem. And also Gentiles who came to the God of Israel through Judaism up to that time also would come from all over the world. This was a world-renowned city and a world-renowned place of worship, the temple in Jerusalem. This was the way people who believed in the God of Israel would worship. And the center of that worship was the place where God promised to meet with his people, the temple in Jerusalem. Why am I emphasizing that so much? Because Messiah Jesus says here, not only is Jerusalem going to be judged, but the house, the temple in Jerusalem would be made desolate. And what does that do? Well, to use a, a modern American term, this freaks out the disciples of Messiah Jesus. Why? Because if that temple is left desolate, how do we worship the God of Israel? What's he saying? 
He's saying everything is about to change. Everything is about to change. And folks, certainly today in this world, everything is about to change. And as mystified as these disciples were at this time about how everything was about to change, that's about the condition of most American Christians and certainly Christians around the world today. They, they, there's the shroud of darkness over their eyes. Though Bible prophecy is clear and it's been preached and it's available today, most Christians in the world have no idea that everything in the world is about to change. Well, when I say everything was about to change, what do I mean specifically? Let's continue uh, looking at Matthew 24, and let's look at verses 1 and 2. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. Why do they do that? Well, they do that because he said their house would be left to them desolate, and Jerusalem would be destroyed. And, and they're saying, wait a second. Jesus, Lord, look, look at these great buildings of the temple. This is the center of our worship. This is, this is the center of everything about who we are as a people and how to know God. And, and Jesus, didn't you come to teach us how to know God? Well, then how is this all going to be destroyed? Look at the buildings of the temple. See, there's a great significance here, folks. Remember that Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8, and he's on his way back to Ethiopia. And he runs into Philip, and Philip shares Isaiah 53 with him, and he received Jesus as Lord, and he's baptized. Where was he coming back from in Jerusalem? He was coming back from that temple. He had gone at one of those feast times to worship the God of Israel. People from all over the world would have, would have done this. So, so these guys are going, how can this be? And Jesus, the Lord, in verse 2, answers further. And Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Folks, when Messiah Jesus speaks, he means it. Not only has he seen the future, he has arranged the future. And he's speaking to them in these passages around the year 30 to 33 A.D. In 70 A.D., not only do the Romans come, and destroy Jerusalem, and destroy the temple. Remember, the temple uh, was built with a lot of gold. And as it began to burn, it melted in between the stones of the temple. Some of these stones weigh tons. The Romans, wanting to get to that gold, pulled one stone off of another stone, off of another stone, until they had retrieved that gold. And our Messiah Jesus saw it before it happened because he's God the Son, the only begotten Son of God. And when he says something, he means it. And certainly, just like he spoke about that time, in a moment, we're going to see what he says about our time. And you can bank. There's not a lot you can bank on these days. You can bank on the words of Messiah Jesus. And we're going to see in this program today things that affect your very life 
as much as it affected theirs. Oh, hallelujah, that we have an owner's manual, that we have a guidebook, that we have a way forward with the word of the living God. You know what it makes me want to do, don't you? It makes me want to watch therefore and to be ready because King Jesus is coming. We'll be right back. Joe Schwartz here with Watch Therefore Ministries, introducing my new book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. In a generation that is about to be so caught off guard by the events of the fig tree days of Noah generation, know this, it doesn't have to be you. I wrote Watch Therefore and Be Ready to prepare followers of Messiah Jesus to be who they are and to do what they have been set here to do just before the coming of Messiah Jesus. And that's why for a donation of any amount to watch their four ministries, blessing Israeli believers poured out for the nations, what we will do is send a copy of watch Therefore and be ready. Make sure you mark in your checker on the internet the name of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to receive your copy. Now, like never before, it's time to watch Therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful for this powerful and timely Watch Therefore message, where in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25 in the New Testament Gospel, Messiah Jesus tells his disciples to watch Therefore and be ready, for we don't know the hour or the day the Son of man is coming. Certainly the other signs that he spoke of just before that are, are bouncing in the red zone today like never before. And he tells his watch therefore and ready disciples to be the faithful servant. They're watching for the master to come and they're doing what the master commanded. And when they stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ, they will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message is expanding. People are embracing it all over the world with a strong desire to be the faithful servant. And, and it costs lots of money as the TV program is also expanding into other markets. First, I want to say, if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please don't send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord and simply enjoy the program today. But for those of you who would like to lay your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do so. And we encourage you to sign up for our monthly newsletters. Uh, you can do so at our watchtherefore.tv website. And when you receive our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations letters, you can know how to pray for and financially sow into uh, this ministry. Blessing Israeli Believers is our To the Jew First ministry. As Romans 1.16 says, the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first. John McTurnan, our co-founding Blessing Israeli Believers partner and I uh, are so excited about this ministry in Israel. And then our Poured Out for the Nations to the Nations ministry, where the Watch Therefore message is also proclaimed and being embraced so widely. And it, it's expanding. It's so exciting as we're in this generation that we'll see King Jesus come in the clouds because the signs that he spoke of in Matthew 24 and other places are bouncing in the red zones like never before. King Jesus is coming, and we need to get ready. There, there's not a better way to do so than understanding and embracing the Watch Therefore message. So remember, now like never before, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming.
Welcome back to Watch Therefore. For those of you who may just be joining the program, I'd like to do some review reading of what we covered in the first part of our program, beginning in Matthew 23, verse 37. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house has left you desolate, for I say to you, you shall see me no more. Do you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Our Lord Jesus is pronouncing judgment on Jerusalem. He's pronouncing judgment on the temple. And something I didn't mention in the first part of the program, he's also promising to return to Jerusalem when he hears Jewish people welcoming him instead of treating him primarily the way the Jewish people did at that time by saying, Baruch Abba B'Shem Adonai, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. It's so important to know that Jews must be in Jerusalem to cry out these words to him for him to return back to the earth. And that's very important, and we'll talk more about that in detail in later programs. Well, in Matthew 24, verse 1, he begins, Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another. It shall not be thrown down. And I covered that in the first part of the program. Now to verse 3. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and at the end of the age? When will you come to Jerusalem when you're welcomed back to the city? When will you set up the kingdom of David? Listen, that's not what you read here in these specific words. But if you look at other parts of scripture and you're a nice Jewish boy and you understand the covenants of the Lord, that's exactly what this means. When will you set up the kingdom of David? When will you do this? When will this happen? And, and, and so he goes on in Matthew 24. And we also see similar uh, similar. Um, recollection of, the, of this event in Mark chapter 13 and also Luke 21 with some variations but great similarities. Yet before we go into these prophetic events and the answers to these questions, which we'll Lord willing do in later programs, and I've done somewhat in many other programs, what I want us to see and what I believe the Lord wants us to see is these young men did not understand how much time was going to pass. Nobody did, of course. But there's something very specific that they didn't understand that I mentioned in the first part of the program. Everything was about to change. That temple that represented the center of worship of the God of Israel would be torn down. How do we worship the God of Israel? Well, there's something pertaining to the Abraham covenant, the seventh promise. In you, Abraham, through your descendants, through this covenant that will be handed down, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. And, and this also is fulfilled in the new covenant. They didn't understand about the gospel going to the nations. Now, I'm going to introduce to you some Bible prophecy from the book of Isaiah. They're called the Four Servant Songs. I'm just going to read from a little bit uh, of, of a couple of them. Look at this. Isaiah 42, 1. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. Isaiah 42, 6. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as what? A covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles. 
Isaiah 49.1, listen, O coastlands, to me and take heed, you peoples from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb, from the matrix of my mother. He has made mention of my name. Isaiah 49.6, indeed, he says, is it too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel? I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Folks, this is fulfilled in Messiah Jesus dying on the cross, rising from the grave, and saying this to his Jewish disciples in Matthew 28, beginning in verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. You see, they didn't know everything was about to change. And the temple would be the body of Christ, born-again believers in Jesus, Jew and Gentile in Israel and the nations, living stones built one upon the other, a spiritual temple for the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And everything did change, just like our Lord Jesus said. And, and dear viewers who are watching today, we're going to see in later programs the signs that you're watching all around you now as Messiah Jesus answers the questions these young men ask. When will these things be? What will be the sign of your coming? What will be this, the end of this age? Those things are taking place all around us now. Why? Because there is the David covenant that needs to be fulfilled. In 2 Samuel chapter 7, the, the prophet Nathan says to King David, when your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Dear viewers, our Lord Jesus is going to return and fulfill this David covenant. This resurrected Savior who told his disciples, go make disciples of the nations. That's been going on now for about a couple thousand years. And now, everything is about to change. As much as it was about to change for them, we live in this generation where everything is about to change. The signs are all around us. And King Jesus, who promised us that he's coming in the rapture, he's coming to take us to this place he's prepared for. All the word rapture is not in the Bible. Neither is the word Trinity, but you see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So it's, it's uh, caught up. That's where the word rapture comes from. The Latin translation of the Bible, it sounds like the word rapture. It comes from the words that are translated in English. Caught up. Therefore, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. You see, we are in this time where everything is about to change. And we're getting previews of this time that we'll see in future programs of what is called in the Bible Jacob's trouble. It's also called the, the seven-year tribulation. We are right at the edge of that, and we're getting a preview of it. As the world is shaking, the world is shaking. And what's the message? 
King Messiah Jesus, in the midst of these uh, questions being answered, and we're going to see this over and over, and I've written about it extensively in my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. He says, watch therefore, for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, and be ready. My life, my ministry is to, as much as I can, learn how to watch for him to come and to be ready. How do, how do I get ready? By being the faithful servant. And there's very specific things pertaining to the, the faithful servant that he teaches us in his word. How do I do this? That's what I'm doing with my life, and the rest of my life I will be doing until he comes for me in the clouds. I like to say it this way. I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to shut up until I'm taken up. And I'm going to live my life for Messiah Jesus in very specific, intentional ways. And I'm going to teach everyone I can to do that. And in my book, Watch Their Form Be Ready, I write in great detail about it. Have you received Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Are you truly ready for, for everything to change? Oh, this world, you think it's ugly now, it's going to get uglier and uglier. It's going to get much worse before it gets better. But there's good news. Our Messiah Jesus has a way for his disciples in this hour to have the joy of the Lord and the excitement and the preparation, knowing that we're preparing for his coming and we're bringing as many along with us as we can. Oh, if you haven't been saved yet, realize he died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day, rose again. He loves you. He doesn't want you to go to hell. For your sins. He wants to forgive you and save you and give you a new life. How do I do that? Cry, oh, Jesus, save me. I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. I believe you're coming soon. I want to be ready. Cry out to him today. Turn away from your sins. Turn away from your ways. You can't come to Jesus without turning away from your old life. Just like I can't leave here and go there without leaving here. You can't go to Jesus without leaving your old life. You've got to repent. Turn away from your sins and receive Jesus as Lord. Oh, he's got a way forward for all of us. For all of our viewers, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless them. Help us to watch and be ready, Lord Jesus. Amen. For anyone who prayed to receive Jesus today, let us know. Contact us using the information on the screen. We'd love to send you some free literature that will help you take first steps in becoming the faithful servant who's watching and ready for his coming. And I pray this program has been a great blessing for you today. Here's how we like to sign off. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for his people any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com that's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch, therefore, and be ready.
was slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore.